1: This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business.
0: Hi, my name is Omar Singer, and I lead cybersecurity strategy at Snowflake. For me, it was always going to be about computers. Uh, my dad was a pretty early engineer at Intel, and you know, he got me hooked from, uh, from a very early age. I remember playing uh, computer games when single person was kind of the only option, and then also getting started with programming, learning basic, uh, then doing some C programming, and, and just really falling in love with the power. I knew I wanted to be in computers, but I didn't know what I wanted to do within the field. When I went into college and started studying computer engineering, I still didn't know what I wanted to do within the field. So it just started broad with general computer classes and everything that they make you learn around computers, most of which I I haven't used since. But um, USC saw that cybersecurity was going to be a really important field. And they opened up a kind of certification. You could take classes with actual practitioners, people whose day job was in cybersecurity. But a few times a week, they'd come by the campus and teach cybersecurity kind of one one And that's where I got my exposure to cybersecurity. Really fell in love with it. So for me, it was actually kind of a, a direct line from school to work. Uh, You know, I mentioned that these were um, courses led by people that were practicing in the field. Actually, one of my professors at USC had his own cybersecurity consulting company, kind of a boutique firm. And and I was his first hire. We started uh, helping companies to protect themselves. Uh, Back then, you really needed to convince companies to care about cybersecurity so it was kind of a different reality and the way that we built that awareness we actually extended a, a kind of a free service where with their permission i would plug in in the morning to the network and for the afternoon we had a presentation set and a blank uh, powerpoint presentation and i would proceed to hack into the network and break into the servers with permission again right this was all authorized but Um, Then in the afternoon show, you know, Mr. or Mrs. CEO, here's a a coat that you insured and here's kind of the value and here's how I got it and here's screenshots from your computer. And people were shocked that back then people didn't realize how vulnerable their networks were. And so through that, we we built the business and, and I got to experience cybersecurity also from the attacker's perspective, which is really a fun place to be. of bounced back and forth between the offensive and defensive sides. I spent uh, about four years in the IDF serving as a cyber intelligence officer and kind of saw firsthand what a well-funded and motivated uh, team of cybersecurity experts can do. And pretty scary, I think, when you then you go back to the defender's position, and especially for, for companies like Snowflake, where, where I ended up, you know, you, it's really a, a zero tolerance for breach kind of environment. But before I got to Snowflake, I just had more experiences in protecting networks. And one of the things that really stuck with me was how little measurement happens in cybersecurity. So we were doing all the security work, but our customers really didn't have a sense for how good or how bad of a job we were doing. And that kind of got me going on an entrepreneurial path. I was point to start my own startup. Co-founder ended up dropping out. So I found myself in in Silicon Valley uh, with a pregnant wife, no health insurance, and and really kind of a, a predicament. But I had this background in cybersecurity and went and applied for security engineering roles. And I didn't know what a data warehouse was. But when I learned about Snowflake as a company and how it has this mission to be kind of this uh, infinitely scalable database in the cloud I was very intrigued by that when I joined snowflake I was in the internal security team and our our mission was to protect snowflake as it went from kind of a crappy startup that that is uh, kind of moving fast and breaking things to a publicly traded uh, very well-known enterprise uh, business so so we built the security program to to protect that. My experience in doing that and building that security program with a data-driven approach led me to just talk to more and more customers. And I actually switched over to the product side. So these days, I'm helping security teams across Snowflake's customer base to take a data-driven approach to cybersecurity, apply some of the lessons that we've learned, that others have learned. And I'm working with a lot of partners in the space as uh, we're building this ecosystem. I'm, I'm helping kind of those two sides come together and and have more successful security programs across all these thousands of customers. My leadership style is to give people a lot of credit. Um, I think you kind of need to choose early on or are you going to trust the people you hire? And to a fault, I trust people that they're going to do what's right and that they're going to do a good job. I'm a big fan of OKRs, Objectives and Key Results. Setting explicit objectives for the people on the team. Then those need to roll up into the team's OKRs, which need to roll up into the company's OKRs. Everybody's clear on where we need to get to. And the key results represent how progress is measured. So giving people a lot of kind of faith up front, but then also giving them transparency into these are objectives, these are the key results and how you'll be measured. Um, I found builds uh, a team that is intrinsically motivated and and gets results. And and I do hope that people look back and that I will have made an impact. I think uh, there are people out there who I see doing amazing things in cybersecurity. And I know that my team back in the day in different companies where I worked was there kind of breaking into the field because I took a chance on them. And even though they didn't have any skills that were directly relevant to the role, I saw that they had passion and they had ability and that they would focus themselves. We could train them up to be successful SOC analysts or to be successful in the field. And after that initial role, they, they really uh, gone on to do some amazing things. And hopefully they remember back to kind of how they got the start and, uh, and that I played a role in that. I think you need to, to stick to the mantra that this too shall pass. When things are, are going great and everything is just working the way you always dreamed it would, well, that will pass. But also when, when everything is going wrong and not according to plan, well, that will pass too. And and for me, that was really the case, you know, and I just stuck to the things that I was passionate about, about cybersecurity and, and this kind of interesting intersection between cybersecurity and data stuck with that and things did turn around and you know it was all for the best this too shall pass hey
1: listeners and share your feedback now And now a word from our sponsor 6 cents